0: Hey, Rollers, this is Josh. If you're a nerd like us, you should check out our Patreon. We have bonus QPR content, like what Eek and Emberlin are doing while the party continues their adventure, Solinar first getting into an Alarion gang, or how Boat got into the professional wrestling circuit. Thank you so much. We're only able to record QPR with the support of listeners like you. Check us out at patreon.com slash goblinsgrowlers.
1: This is Quid Pro Roll a fantasy live-play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world.
2: Welcome, darling listener. To your ears, I am a visitor. I'll try not to be too sinister or otherwise very... Naughty. A tale I tell for you to hear, so settle in and listen clear. As my voice nestles in your ear, I hope it's not too... Naughty. The battle won, the villains felled, Life from evil lungs Expelled But now to free The prisoner held From a cage so gold And gaudy With axe in hand Boat swung hard Broke the chain And freed the bard Who greets the party In high regard And finds them Oh so Daughty. Solinar loots for coin and art. Melody longs for the loot she brought. And soon boat found just what she sought. I hope I'll find my naughty. Johannes wanders in the wood thinking thoughts as best he could, of pensive things once understood, so pure and never naughty. Back together once again, the group is tasked to find a name of heroic deeds and whence they came, a name so nice and Naughty. And that is it. You're up to speed. I'm almost out of words to read. To the episode, proceed. I'll be here, have no fear. Oh, now i nestled in your ear. Nestled... And ever naughty with love.
1: So, Solinar, you've run into the woods to go find Alita and Johannes. Uh, whereas Koza, Boat, and Melody have gone off to the cart to get back to the main road.
0: Johannes Alido! <laughs> ah! Oh, there you are! Good lord, you were you were practically like right beside me. I didn't see you at all.
3: Oh, well, I didn't see you either.
0: Well, I'm, it, you're just more clanky usually. I think. I think mm. I think I'm used to hearing you before I see you mm. where's Alita? I'm right here ah! oh, God, you're both so quiet um we're gonna we we were headed back to the cart because we finished looting all those dead guys yes,
1: and we... there's
0: a there's a boat full of slavers that we were gonna go after
1: oh, all right <laughs> how wait how did we find out about that?
0: It was in the the note that Koza read. <laughs> You
4: should have done the reading. (laughs) (laughs) It was in the syllabus.
1: So did it say how many there will be?
4: Uh, No, we just we we figured if there were people being taken captive, we should try to rescue them. Probably more than us, but fewer than 100. Nothing we can't handle.
1: But you're not there.
4: Hear that way on the distance, (laughs) just
1: off in the distance.
4: He's got his hands cupped. Gabe can put an echo effect on it. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing we can't handle.
0: I'm just picturing like boats having almost exactly the same conversation
4: with Melody about
3: like, well, how many are there? (laughs) Only she's not. She's not saying anything. She's just trying to rhyme things, and boats just talking. We should do
4: that like it's a series of fast cuts in a movie, and Alex will just have to change (laughs) her voice a bunch of times. (laughs) that sounds like a nightmare
3: why do you hate me so much well don't worry there'll be a time when uh, when alita alden and like seven other people have to like really hash out on a council things to do
0: yeah we should have like a council where alden and mahenny and warren and would Warren be
1: there he has literally no power
0: to represent aurora what are you talking about he beat gravy boat barnes in
3: a 1v1 death match with coward tactics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but That's the
4: coward's power. It rhymes. The coward's power. The coward of tower power is too sweet to be sour. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I really want us to figure out a way to make Melody have to compose a song that she sings as Macho Man Randy Savage.
4: <laughs> That'll be great for your voice. I don't know.
0: I don't know do how it. that works. but I don't know okay. how I'm going to do that Alex. either,
1: but I'll make it work.
0: Let's get
4: back on track.
1: All right. So Solanar, you have uh, assembled Johannes and Alita. You guys have rejoined the group at the cart. And following Melody's uh, memory of what they mentioned with the landmarks, you begin heading north towards the beach of Crescent Bay. You, however, it's going to take a minute or two. So if there's anything you need to say to each other before dying to the hands of 400 slavers on a single boat, now is the time. Nothing we can't handle. Nothing we can't handle.
0: All right, so now is the perfect time for strategizing. So there's going to be a large ship, and there's going to be slaves on that ship. So what I'm thinking is, we free the slaves and arm them.
1: Oh, so we're not just going to light the boat on fire?
4: That would kill the slaves.
1: I I, I realize that now. My thought was more slavers, not slaves.
0: I mean, if you were on that ship... And we lit it on fire, you'd probably be pretty unhappy with us.
1: That seems very fair, yes. I I see the errors in my logic now. I'm I'm just spitballing here.
0: Then we can't return them for large rewards.
1: Are Are we doing- are you doing this because you're good people and adventurers with your hearts burning with the fires of justice? Or are you doing it because this is a way to make money?
4: I'll tell you why. what rhymes. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you why. And this is something you could write down in your liner notes. It's we're doing this because we're good people. I don't believe slavery should exist in any form, whether that's whether that's bondage or economic or anything like that. And also, I'm trying to right a wrong that happened in Palabar before the fire. There was somebody who was captured and I promised to save them. And I fell short on that promise. So the more people I can save, the more I can make up for that.
1: A story about a fail, of failed hero is kind of a downer, but could really work for a ballad.
4: It could be part two of a trilogy, and then part three could be my ultimate redemption. Perhaps with another world title win or something.
0: Or, or like when we uh, freed a bunch of slaves and then set a ship full of slavers on fire. Like, that'd be a See, pretty cool song,
1: I think. think. A, I think it's a good system, though I do kind of like the idea of arming all of them.
4: If I didn't just very clearly voice my opposition to slavery, I would suggest that we sell the slavers into <laughs> slavery after we free the, the enslaved people.
1: This is getting weird.
4: How would you? You can't sell them to themselves, Boat. You find other slavers, and then after you sell the existing slavers into enslavement, then we wait a little bit so they can get a taste of it and then we come back and kill the new slavers
1: Um, and
4: also the old ones who are now enslaved.
1: This is an odd slavery murder pyramid scheme Uh, and I don't know how I'm going to work this into a song
4: First you murder a slaver and then your friend murders two slavers Mm -hmm. but you get a cut of the loot
1: Um, I think
5: we can worry about this later and by that I mean um forget about it so um let's uh let's just go ahead and get on the road <laughs> what was that first of- landmark
1: she begins sort of strumming on her lute and looks lost in thought i believe it was supposed to be a rock that looked like a unicorn head sweet
5: um
1: it, it was like a boulder it's not like a rock you can just sort of pick up on the ground
0: uh okay no but how is that not sweet like having a landmark that's a unicorn head that's pretty dope i'm not gonna lie
1: it seemed very thematic
0: Uh you
1: guys uh after about 20 30 minutes of walking do come across a boulder that looks surprisingly like a unicorn head uh its horn points directly north near the shore so you can continue on your journey Cozy, you were going to say something? Oh,
5: I mean, it was just related to asking if
0: anybody knew where a, a unicorn head was. <laughs> like, Oh,
1: well, that so was... So. Yeah.
0: You guys do any now! Of us, do any of us have stone cunning? Can we check and see, like, when the boulder was... Was it chiseled or natural It looks formed? like it was a
1: natural formation, you Whoa. Think. Though I will tell you, no, none of you have stone cunning. None of you dwarves. The closest you've got is a halfling.
3: I'm half of a ling. And not a dwarf So Ah. I've been working on your song I'm thinking maybe if you did like something If you're balloting it, you could be like Slaver, murder, pyramid scheme Braver, bolder, unicorn beam In the sunlight, naturally formed I am not a
1: dwarf I am but a unicorn Uh, so midway through him singing that, uh, uh, melody is going to start like strumming a little ballad, like a little tune to go with Johannes's song. Uh, so enjoy doing that, Gabe.
3: I hope you don't need me to (laughs) sing any of those lyrics ever again, because I remember none of them. (laughs) We'll just replay that clip. Yeah, thank you.
1: So you're going, so you're going to, uh, pass one or two more landmarks that Melody will indicate. Before you find a sort of, it's not necessarily a lagoon, but the way that the cliffs sort of come out toward the beach of Crescent Bay, there is this really secluded sort of pool of seawater that has a very narrow channel that leads out to the main sea. There is a boat there that is, you know, docked, and it looks like surrounded by carnage. The blood soaks into the sands, and you see arrows in several bodies. The boat itself, though it is docked, has been partially beached, and there is a hole carved out of the hull. It looks like it was carved with axes.
4: Boat, were you here before? (laughs) I was not. Does the hole? is there debris on the... Outside of the hole or the inside of the hole? Like did inside. it was it made from the outside or inside?
1: The debris is on the inside.
4: Okay. Somebody hacked into this boat. A skilled hacker managed <laughs> to <laughs> penetrate this boat.
1: Bang! Bang! Smash! I'm in! <laughs>
4: <laughs> Whoa, who are you? <laughs> the owner of the boat clearly should have dug a trench and set it aflame, forming a firewall to prevent <laughs> entry. <laughs>
0: A sound strategy, but not one that was implemented here. Well, let's go see if there's any survivors and whether or not those survivors need to be killed.
1: <laughs> I
4: sounds, sounds good.
1: All righty then. So the, rest, so the rest of you leave the cart back up on the path and go down onto the beach. Your feet sink into the sand in a way that is reminiscent of a comfortable beach vacation. However, Aww. you're going to <laughs> look at bodies. Uh, so, you know. A really bad beach vacation.
3: The beautiful white sands are sometimes stained with blood on this.
1: Uh. As you turn the bodies over, you see that most of them are clad in the garb of, uh, Borean soldiers. It looks like there was some kind of scuffle, but it doesn't look like any of the people that are laying around the boat are anything other than Borean soldiers
0: to the group around Solenar is going to be like I'm going to scout ahead.
1: Where where? Into the boat, across into, down the in, beach or into in, the woods? Into the ship. Okay.
3: Johannes bends over and he gets some um, he gets some of the blood on his fingers and he rolls it around and he's like, "Hmm, still warm
4: blood."
5: Kosa is looking at one of the bod- bodies and well, he sprinkles a little bit of uh his mushroom spores on it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm, one starts mm-hmm. standing up. Um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then he goes over to another one.
1: As Koza is doing this, and, Melody is like frantically scribbling and just like staring transfixed at this.
5: And and um, sprinkles some more <laughs> spores onto this next one, which as and as he walks away to go find one more, this one also starts to kind of like sprout mushrooms and strange funguses yeah. and stuff as it lifts itself up off the ground mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh,
1: As as he's doing this, Melody leans over to Boat and she goes I guess <laughs> I guess you can say he's a really fun guy <laughs>
4: Boat just walks off completely no-selling this joke Are you laughing this, <laughs> at your laugh? This alleged joke
1: What? It was funny
4: so are a oh, like, fun guy so there are no living people here right
1: other than you guys
4: all right <laughs> yeah. i am also going to go into the boat that joke right. was murder yeah <laughs> much like a tesseract this boat is entering another boat
1: <laughs> all right so because they enter the boat johannes is inspecting the blood uh if it is still warm as johannes has indicated that means that this happened very recently at least within the last hour, like, at least within, like, the last two or three hours.
3: You can, t- is it, is it warm or not? Uh, it sh- is
1: warm. You are actually correct. Okay.
3: You you threw doubt at me, so then I was like, oh, I was thinking I'd be corrected if I was wrong.
1: No, you were right. You were good. Okay.
5: I do one to clarify. So, I have, a, at this point, animated three um, of these corpses.
1: All right. They all, I'm assuming, shamble up into a standing position.
0: Yep. I'm I'm guessing you're going to want a stealth roll from me. That we're not just assuming that I'm super stealthy all the time.
1: No, given historically your rolls, I think we assume the opposite.
0: It's a non-natural 20.
1: You are able to quietly creep through the inner halls of the ship, only a couple of moments making any sound as your boots sort of slosh into the water that is pooled into the boat itself. You're able to be sort of quiet around there are a couple of boxes floating in some of the water but you feel nothing there is no sound there is no life you aren't even sure that there were rats
0: that's suspicious so if this is a slaver ship then the hold is probably full of cells
1: yes that is what you're currently walking through
0: okay, and the, and all the cells are empty and every like
1: it looks like the cells were all bashed open with rocks
0: nice uh is going to head up a floor
1: you're going to head up to the what seems to be the cabins area, along with the galley and all of that. The areas you can see some stains of blood along the walls and floor, and generally there's sort of this metallic smell. But you don't really see a whole lot of people. And the ones that you do see are not really doing a whole lot anymore.
0: Super dead. I hear you.
1: Super duper dead.
0: I'm just Again, picturing.
1: They are all wearing the garb of Borean soldiers.
0: I'm just picturing since Solinar is like stealthing through all these rooms and things, there's a point where he's like he walks into like a kitchen or something and pokes around for a little bit and then turns around to leave,
4: and Boat is just in the doorway. <laughs> Imposing and large.
3: And he, and he says, You shouldn't have come this far. <laughs> I tried <laughs> to stop you at the entrance. <laughs> uh,
0: oh, it's you. What was your problem? I don't, Look, you're a very large person, and I'm trying to be very quiet and sneaky, and you're just in the door, staring into the room. What have you found? A lot of dead bodies. A lot of cells bashed open with rocks. I don't. I don't know that there's anybody even on this ship. Like, do you? Stop for a second. Listen to that. Beep beep boop Do you hear that? Yeah. A whole lot of nothing. Mm-hmm. How far did you make it up? Oh, uh, just this far. I. I. I've only checked a couple of rooms on this floor, but. Uh, again, lots of bodies. Nothing, nothing noteworthy. And no sounds, which is weird. Honestly, it's kind of eerie. Like, I'm inclined to get off of this ship because this feels like a ghost ship in the making, to be honest.
4: Well, I think we should make sure there's nobody else alive and then we burn the ship down.
0: (gasps) We should find the captain's quarters because if there's loot, it'll be in the captain's quarters. That's a good idea. Solanar, like starts he starts moving too quickly to be properly stealthing he's like scurrying towards the main deck since the captain's quarters are usually accessed off the main deck and then he remembers he's on an enemy ship and like slows down and like goes back into his like crouching sneaking position
3: scurinar
1: scurinar so as they head towards the captain's quarters Johannes and Koza uh, we're going to go back to you. I know that Koza is currently doing some mushroom business.
3: Yeah, I think we're, uh, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Chapman, but I think we're trying to teach them how to do uh, YMCA.
5: Um, so, so Melody, um, does this work as a dance for one of your songs? Hmm. Uh,
1: I could probably do a song to dance to it. I just sort of need to figure out the rhythm for it.
3: Okay, mushrooms, you heard her tighten up the rhythm. We're getting a little too loose right now. You, you got to get those gills nice and tight together, and let's let's do this.
1: Work the hips a little bit more, I think.:
3: You hear that, Preston? You're budding a little bit. Um,
5: so yes, um a, a, as you can can see, Johannes, I, I do have quite a a bit of influence over them.
3: I love it. You're going to be a master uh, dance instructor in no time, Koza.
5: Oh well I, I i couldn't have taught the dance without you
3: because i i appreciate that because you know that i always wanted to go to school for choreography but that dream is behind me now at the at the same time though i'm glad we could collaborate as friends to make sure that the this troupe right here is going to be the number one uh <laughs> semi-living troupe of backup dances the world's ever seen
1: Alita is going to walk back to the group uh taking su- uh shuffling something in her bag and closing it before going Did you just animate those so that you could dance?
5: Oh, no no, I um Johannes was just asking um uh about how how I could control them and had this idea for them to do a dance to to demonstrate so mm-hmm. um but no that I thought they could follow us for
3: a bit
1: Oh, okay it, I'm calling them
3: that, the uh, budding boy caps
1: Is the, that not too mm, taxing on you?
3: BBC Um.
5: Well, I, I no. don't think I could do it again today But, um, uh, once, really, I, I just have to make sure it's maintained every day And it's well, quite alright after that
1: Okay, as long as it's not going to be too much on you I, I think I'll be fine as you guys are having this conversation, Melody and Johannes are trying to, like, tighten up the choreography of these zombies.
3: It's like you got two left feet. Oh, you actually have two left feet.
1: How did that happen?
3: Well, you know, sometimes they sprout one way and sometimes they sprout the other.
1: So if I'm getting this correct, uh, Koza does mushroom necromancy. Do I have that right?
3: That sounds uh, as accurate as to me as a I mean, like, I, here's the thing that bodies are still dead. So I don't know about my knowledge of necromancy from school is that you're reanimating a body that's dead. So it receives this sense of semi life and becomes an abomination to all things good. But really, these are just plants moving around dead bodies. So it's as if you t- attach strings to dead bodies or plants or vines and then moved them around like puppets. So
1: he's a mushroom corpse puppeteer.
3: Yeah, I think that's way more metal.
1: Okay, Well that, that works out fine. She jots down that note. So Boat is a crazy axe man. Solinar is whoa, whoa, whoa. a thief.
3: Crazy axe man wearing a luchador. Um, I, I just wanted Is that what that's called?
4: That's not called a luchador What's it called? A luchador is a wrestler Oh,
1: <laughs> A singlet? Is a singlet the word? You're yeah,
4: I think a singlet might be what you're looking for there <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Um, uh, <laughs> I've killed Rey Mysterio cut him open and I'm wearing his body like it like,
3: ah! like. what, what do you mean? Uh? It's, we're all different types of uh, semi-necromancers here good god <laughs> um, uh, I
5: I do want to point out that um, Corpse Puppeteer is a really fantastic name for a bard if they had a certain sort of music mm-hmm.
1: I don't think that I could pull off the name Corpse Puppeteer that just That doesn't seem very my vibe.
3: Mm. Okay. Maybe Uh. cops puppeteer would be like Alita. What? Cops. Is that not how you pronounce that word?
0: No, that's absolutely how you pronounce that word.
1: What word are you trying to say?
3: Cops. Like a a group of trees.
1: So sneaky, corpse guy, fighter man, night person, and ninja. I'm sorry, are you referring to me? Is that not what you are? With the mask? Do you have, like, a horrible skin infection? No, I do mm-hmm. not. Um, this is because I will blind people if they see my face. Oh, I can't imagine it's all that bad. Mm, I appreciate you. I, I'm Just trust me on this one. It caused one of our party members to abandon us forever. I'm sorry, she turns to Johannes. Someone saw her face and then abandoned all of you forever. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry, did I say something wrong? Are you okay? No, I'm just. I'm gonna walk away from her a little bit.
3: And uh, Johannes walks away for a little bit.
1: Did I say something wrong? She looks over at Kosa.
5: Koza uh, shrugs.
1: <laughs> That's not terribly helpful!
5: Um I think whatever it was happened before I joined. So I I don't really know.
1: So I'm just going to be here feeling like a terrible person for however long it takes? I don't
5: think you should feel like a terrible person, because you wouldn't have known either.
1: That's actually remarkably comforting, thank you. Uh, Of course. Alita goes over and inspects some of the arrows that are in the corpses. She takes one of them out of one of the zombies that Koza has made.
5: Like a puff of um, spores kind of comes out after it.
1: <laughs> I like the red feathers. It's very evocative.
5: Can, is there something I could roll to see if I might recognize what, where the feathers are from?
1: Either a nature or I will allow survival if it's higher, but nature probably. Yeah, Eleven. You, can, you know that it is a bird from Ocean Var.
5: These would have come from Ocean Var. At least the feathers would. Um,
1: That's a long way. Should I roll to ocean. see if
5: I do recognize where they're from?
1: Uh, you can roll investigation for it. Okay. Do you think
3: people were shooting arrows from Ocean Var and they accidentally
4: hit all these people? That's a, <laughs> it's an Ocean, ocean Varment. That's
5: a 15.
1: A 15? Yeah. The arrows look remarkably familiar to you in a way that you're not terribly sure why, but they do evoke an interaction that you had in Oceanvar, and they do evoke someone that you know is from there, or at least you think might be from there.
5: I think these came from Oceanvar, but I, I I wonder what a, a band of... Warriors from Oceanvar would be doing all the way
1: here. I don't know why anybody from Oceanvar would be all the way over here. And I'm certainly not sure why they'd be all the way, you know, doing the projectile murdering. We're going to smash cut over to Solinar and Boat. Uh, You find the door to the captain's quarters. It is closed and seems unharmed.
4: This is all you, buddy. This was your idea. Yes,
0: sweet loot awaits beyond these doors. I can feel it in my bones. Solinar is going to, to uh, check the door handle to see if it's locked. It is not. Then he's going to open it very slowly.
1: Roll perception.
0: Oh, hey, a 17, a decent perception roll for a change.
1: You are able to tell as soon as the door like slightly creaks that there is someone in the room with an arrow trained at the door.
4: Did I mention that boat is standing off to the side?
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, well if it's an archer,
0: uh I'd like to tumble into the room. Okay. Like just like it, is there, like, a table or something that yes. I could roll to and throw up as a they cover? Are,
1: they are behind... They are standing where the chair would be at the captain's desk, where the front of the desk is facing where you are. Ooh.
0: All right. Well, How big is this room? Like...
1: 30 feet by, like, 25.
0: Okay, so feasibly, Solinar could, like, dive into the room... And then kind of, like, I don't know, do, like, a roll and then another leap and be, like, smack up against the desk kind of deal?
1: Yeah, roll decks.
0: Okay. All right, well, if it's just raw decks, then that is a 18. But if it's acrobatics, that's a 24.
1: So you uh, can narrate it because you did high enough that I'm going to let you take the wheel on this one.
0: Okay, so... Solinar like, creaks the door open, and as soon as he realizes there's someone there with their, like, bow trained on the door, he, like, takes a a half-step back, kicks the door open, and then dives into a somersault, and halfway through the somersault, springs forward again, and kind of, like, hits the side of the desk with a little bit of, like, a wood. Like a boom. And then... Uh, as he's right there by the desk, he pulls attention from its sheath. And it's like, I'm just here for the loot. I don't have to, we don't have to get nasty unless you want to.
1: So startled by the sudden movement that you did, uh, the arrow that was trained just goes sort of flying and embeds itself in the corner of the room. Uh, the person who had it, uh, grabs a dagger off of their belt and pulls it right as you draw attention. The two of you staring each other down. Is the arrow just
3: quivering right next to Boat's head?
1: Yes.
4: (laughs) Can I see this guy?
1: You can. And thing number one, not a guy. Thing number two, they look slightly familiar. And thing number three, they clearly recognize you guys.
4: What are they wearing?
1: There is a bandana around her head that's tied in a knot in the back allowing two trails of fabric to come down there is a red scarf around her neck and the outfit that she's wearing overall seems kind of haggard and you know strapped together but it seems to function as pretty decent armor if the armor of somebody who's trying to make do with what they have
4: so like chunks of metal stuck together not
1: Quite so primitive, but you're not so far off that I'm telling you you're wrong.
4: So so like so is it like maybe like a breastplate from one suit of armor, like armlets from another, that kind exactly. of thing? Exactly. That's okay. a really
1: good way to describe it. Okay. Her so- hair uh is cut about to her shoulder and is a brown color. And despite the fact that her eyes aren't quite as sunken and her skin isn't quite as, you know, waxy and pale. You do recognize her.
0: I was gonna ask, like, between having Coza roll it over DC fifteen, uh, investigation, would do we really not remember Nell, well, like, as a party? It's not Nell. Oh, it's not Nell. I wouldn't know either way. I mean, this... you were you no, you were with the party, I think, oh. at the you point the that we recruited when... to Nell.
1: It's Benna.
4: Son of a. Come on.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Holy mother of God. You did make it out. Excellent.
1: But what are the two of you doing here?
0: Uh, well, we were going to come and fight slavers to free slaves, but it appears someone beat us to the punch.
1: She takes the dagger, which you guys will recognize, and sheaths it at her hip. No, we all took care of them not too long ago. I stayed for throat cutting.
4: Ugh. Seems like you did a pretty good job.
1: Well, I didn't need to do much. Nell took care of a lot of them, and so did the rest of the rebels.
4: So did you guys like flee Oceanvar?
1: Well, I did. Um, some, some people got out of Palabar fine, some didn't. But most of the people of the City of Rags were actually able to board the Illustre and come to Alaria.
4: It's really terrible what happened to Palabar.
1: I don't have any sympathy for the place.
4: Yeah, I just keep thinking about the innocent people that were caught up in all that.
1: Palabar can burn. I don't care.
4: Yeah, and he did. I mean, it it
0: definitely did burn. At least large portions of it. So, you know, I'm, I'm not going to lie. We have been feeling some kind of way about the fact that we never came back to free you, so hopefully there's no
4: hard feelings there. Uh, b- I sort
1: of assumed you guys had died.
4: Was, uh, we got caught up in some stuff with, like, a blue dragon that very shortly thereafter. Uh-huh. Events kind of overtook us. Uh-huh. We, we
0: were, in fact, chased out of town by a blue dragon.
1: No, I actually don't doubt you we saw the dragon but when the people from the city of rags got onto the illustre we were able to see some of Palabar fall we were able to see some of the dragons more came after that one that i guess chased you all out
4: oh my god yeah by the we got chased out of town and then we ended up having to make our way like toward the other side of the continent basically
1: well, most of us were able to get out fine. The city of Rags was more or less preserved as far as its people. That's great. Most so how
4: of, ma- Go ahead.
1: N- no, please.
4: I was going to say, how many non-slavers are with you? Or were, at least?
1: Uh, I think last I counted at the camp, uh, we didn't. We only lost a couple at this fight, but I think we're probably a 150, 200 strong, somewhere around.
4: Okay. Is it like a refugee camp, basically?
1: Essentially. Uh, Nell, Nell takes care of us.
4: Could you take us there? Like like Solidar said, we were trying to hunt the slavers. So
1: we were just I trying to get to you, the bottom of things. I can take you guys to the outpost camp, but I don't know if Nell is there. She has a couple set up around the southern continents.
4: Well, why don't you take us there and we'll just see where it goes.
1: Okay. Uh, She hops down. By the way, I already took everything valuable, she says as she's walking out.
0: Solanar, like, hands on the lockbox at the corner of the room, which very clearly has no lock on It's like in the process of lifting the latch to look inside and just like his shoulders slump. And he's like, oh, well, I mean... We didn't do any work to get it, so I suppose it makes sense that someone else would get the loot. Yeah, man,
4: you gotta earn that stuff. Not always.
1: (laughs) So, you're able to make your way out of the boat and walk back on the beach. You see, as you walk out, there is sort of a conga line of mushroom zombies going on. That uh, Melody seems to be attempting to, like, strum a little song for them to be dancing to.
4: Not this crap again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Benna kind of stops and is like, what?
4: Don't ask. I'm gonna. Hey,
0: Johannes, Alita, you guys remember Benna from Palabar? It's Benna
4: from Palabar. Benna. Benna. Does she not
1: want to kill us?
4: Yeah, yeah, Johannes, remember the basement... The the uh mm. the cell in the basement.
0: Johannes might not remember because he he was super busy telling those guards stories. So you remember
4: City of Rags though, right?
3: Oh yeah, that's where uh, the grandma would make made us all
4: soup. And that Chuggy guy.
3: Yeah, I think Chug. that was his name.
1: His <laughs> name was Chug. Yeah,
4: Chuggy guy is what, what his friends <laughs> call him. <laughs> After they learned of his betrayal, he was strung up and fed to a blue dragon. In death, all members of Project Mayhem are named Chug.
1: We did not, uh, we did not string him up. We stabbed him to death.
4: Oh, God. That's
1: also
3: oh. awful. <laughs> I didn't realize that it was Benna talking. I thought it was Alex. Uh,
5: <laughs> so did,
3: uh, did, I, do not, I do not remember you, but uh, just <laughs> in case I have already introduced myself... Uh, hello. I have already introduced myself as Johannes, and if I haven't, then I am Johannes.
1: I'm Benna. I'm from Palabar.
3: Oh, Palabar! We we stopped there.
4: Hey, Melody, this- Benna would be really good to write a song about. She was, uh, she was captured, and then she was enslaved, and then she helped lead a slave revolt, and, uh, killed all the slavers, and- like, that seems pretty heroic. You should write a song about it. Wait,
0: I don't recall slavery being part of that whole deal. I thought that Benna was
4: just in being interrogated.
1: I was being interrogated. But there wasn't. S- we were beggars. We weren't slaves. Well, same outcome. <clears throat> Actually, the Ballad of Benna sounds really nice. I'm not interested in songs being written about me. I just agreed to take everyone back to camp. Well, let's go. Oh, we're camping. We're going, we're going back to the rebel camp.
0: Yeah, you, you remember how we're Nell's angels? Well, we're we're going to go see some other Nell's angels and maybe Nell will be there.
3: Out of character. Can somebody remind me who Nell is? I know that Nell, Nell was running the anti-slavery, but I cannot for the life of me remember where she's from.
1: Nell, so technically Nell is a Lorian, but you guys met her in Oceanvar because she was a guest of Mahenni at the Oceanvar games.
3: Okay. And she talked she was, to us after the games and was like, Hey, are, do you guys want to be anti-slavery? And we were like, Okay, <laughs> confer on this. <laughs> yes, that seems like where we want to align our political <laughs> platform.
1: Yes, that is that is I, where you guys were I remember and what you this guys
4: said. Okay, awesome. Thank you.
1: You're perfectly welcome.
4: We probably should have had this conversation earlier, but like we're all anti-slavery, right? I want to make sure I'm not stepping on any toes here.
0: I think I think more of the conversation was not like, are we anti-slavery so much as are we willing to piss off the Boris Empire to be anti-slavery?
3: I don't remember.
0: (laughs) And the answer was yes. Oh, nice.
1: So all of you are going to be traveling along. It's not going to be much more than a couple of hours, maybe three or four max that you come into a really large clearing in the forest, filled with tents and bonfires, and it looks almost like a very portable settlement. Uh, There's the smell of food, there are the sound of chickens and horses, there are even the sounds of a couple of children playing nearby. At the center, you see a very familiar woman stirring an enormous cauldron on top of a fire. It smells of soup.
3: Hey Grandma! Mima!
1: Benna, who'd you bring? It you remember them? From before the city burned? <gasps> Is
0: that them? Uh, all except for our kobold friend, who, um, unfortunately joined the forces of chromatic evil, so we don't we don't see them around so much anymore. Um
1: Mama Burmy is going to take her apron, wipe her hands on it, and then walk up to you guys, enveloping you each individually in a big warm hug. Um.
0: Uh, Aww, it's good to see you too, Mama Burmy. Uh,
5: I'm, I'm new here. I, I don't really know.
3: Uh, hey, Koza, this is Mima. Mima, Koza. Uh,
1: oh, oh, come here, baby. Um, it's okay. Uh, um. You are going to be hugged whether you like it or not, Koza.
4: Mama Burmy does not respect people's personal space. The, the hug is <laughs> imminent. The
5: uh, the weird fungal creatures turn <laughs> towards.
1: All of
3: them want hugs.
1: If it's all the same, I'm not gonna hug your fungal friends.
3: Oh my gosh, Mima's racist.
1: <laughs> it might be more that she thinks they're gonna rot in her arms, and I don't know if she can handle that.
0: I don't know. We've been hanging out for a few hours now and they seem like fun guys.
1: Melody is just like from the back of the group. <laughs> is she okay? Uh, I'm
0: not I'm not certain. I think that my joke was so hilarious that it like did something to her brain.
5: Um Melody, are are you okay? Uh um
1: it's just a really
5: funny joke. Uh, okay, because, uh, Solonar, should I, should I mention how her laugh is weird?
1: <laughs>
0: no, don't, <laughs> don't, don't mention her laugh being weird. That's, that's just going to make things more awkward. Oh,
5: okay, thank
1: you. As you mention, as you say that, you hear another familiar voice behind you because this is the reunion episode, apparently. Do you still not know how to talk to girls, Kazile?
5: Hey, who's this?
1: That's gonna be Rosemary.
5: Ah! Uh oh 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 hello? Um how did you end up here?
1: She smiles and hugs Koza before going over and hugging Johannes. Uh so I, I ran out of Aberdeen and was trying to find Nell because that's who Solinar said I should be looking for. I didn't find Nell, but I did find some of her people and they brought me here. I've been acting essentially as the camp medic ever since.
3: That's awesome. These are good people. I'm glad you found them and that they found you.
1: I am too. How do you guys know, like, Benna and Mama Burmy?
0: Benna, this is uh, Koza's fiancé that's never going to marry him.
4: Uh... Yeah, Koza's really upset about it. But, you know, this is like a real storybook reunion. So maybe Mama Burmy can uh, preside over the so ceremony.
5: Kosa has been slowly, like, stepping back and back and is now, like, kind of standing behind the, the fungal creatures. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alita kind of looks at you guys. Are you really bullying him over no, well, I'm not, his fiance I'm not-, not marrying him?
0: No, I'm just, I'm just saying who-
1: I don't think any of you even have a fiance.
4: No, I- Cos no. is
1: doing better than you guys. Hey, well, hey, hold on. I just,
4: hey, none of you all know all of Boat's stories before Boat joined this team.
1: Are you married, Boat?
4: I am not. Were but you I engaged? Have... I have had many experiences with many paramours. So
1: what I'm hearing is no. So Koza's doing better on the committed relationship front than you are.
4: Well, no, no, hold on. Hold
3: on. Let's not be judgy here.
0: I'm not
1: being judgy. You all are being rude. And I think Koza has more going on than you guys. I
4: think you're defining committed relationships. As as inherently better than other kinds of relationships. Stop relationship (laughs) shaming.
0: (laughs) I was going to say that as far as like relationship progress might be concerned, I feel like we're all as individuals at square one because we're not romantically entangled with anyone right now. And yep. that counts, that counts for Coza and Rosemary because while she's, his fiance, she's also never going to marry him. So, like, you
4: know. Yeah, this boat totally ships Cosmary, but we know that one ain't set in sail. So, as
1: you guys, as as Solinar says that, that that none of you are romantically entangled, you hear sort of a sour note hit on the lute, and Melody kind of looked disappointed at all of you. Wait, I can't write any love ballads. About any of you? That's I mean,
4: not love ballads, but there are definitely some unrequited ballads, some lust ballads. Like, I don't want to write lust
1: ballads. That's that's. Have you ever written right one? Out. I. I'm
4: thinking would it could be, be a un- nice un- up-tempo a parties. <laughs>
1: yeah. It
4: could be really up-tempo kind of situation.
1: I would bass. be uncomfortable doing that. <laughs> how, do I, how do I? put bass <laughs> in a lute song?
4: You'd need a bass loot. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: just sort of hoping that there was like I don't know like a princess in a tower or something that one of you saved and pledged eternal love to or there was
4: somebody who I really had a thing for and made my move but it just didn't work out we had a nice sort of uh, sweaty encounter in front of a lot of people it turned into a pleasant little date what <laughs> yeah but then so... we had to go well then we were called back to adventure so I didn't get to consummate anything
3: mm-hmm I um what? so I was wondering uh I know that uh Ben you brought us here and I think that Solana and I asked if we could be brought here, what's what are we what are we doing? It's good to see everybody. Are we are we having a party? What's going on?
0: Well, I was I was hoping we could see Nell and maybe figure out if we should be planning something since we're here and anti-slavery uh, Benna
1: sort of crosses her arms and looks at you. It doesn't look like Nell's here, but I can be helpful. I'm in charge of this particular camp.
0: I mean that works great. Like n- we figured, Nell was the one who had to give us orders or whatever because she's the one who recruited us into the group. So I don't know if that's accurate or not, but like that's you where see we're slavers, at.
1: Slavers, you kill slavers. It's not really that hard. Oh, we did that.
0: Yeah, we 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 did that helping out out Melody here, but. With that being said, Hi. should is there somewhere where we should be looking for slavers or like? Wait, what? is this
3: why all the people were disappearing? Were they getting enslaved? Probably.
5: Were there? I think. Oh, uh, I was gonna ask: Were there people on the boat? Um, when when you arrived?
1: Yeah, we got them out. Some of them decided to come back with me. Some of them ran off back to Tinkerhaven or wherever they're from. And some of them ran back toward Alaria. But we've been able to find out that most of the people who have been being sold to the Boris Empire have been taken from Tinkerhaven or from the more southern parts of Alaria.
3: Why do you think they're taking people?
1: If you want my guess, I think it's probably part of the Borean army. They're supplementing it for some reason. The Boris Empire, despite what it has and how many cities and stuff, it actually doesn't have as many people as some of the other continents do. So if they want to supplement their army, they'll take people from other places.
3: Hmm, so they're stealing people to
4: conscript them as soldiers. I think so. The last gasp of a dying empire.
1: Yeah, Uh, with the chromatic dragons behind him, I don't know if I would necessarily consider that a dying empire. I'd be pleased.
4: If the chromatic dragons were doing so much for him, they wouldn't need to knock people on the head and drag them onto a ship. Mm.
0: I mean, it, it does seem weird to build an army and not have some sort of military plan for your army you're building, right? Like, is that just
4: me?
1: See, I think they're going I think they're conscripting them. Nell thinks it's something worse.
4: Like experimenting on them?
1: The Boris Empire has a couple of high-profile wizards that I I don't think operate ethically.
4: Dang old wizards. <laughs> well, we
0: we know that the blue dragons were doing some sort of experimentation. On, or at least their priest was on that group of people from Odra, right? Like, that was weird. So.
1: What happened in Odra?
0: That, well, there was paperwork and they were talking about experiments and how they weren't going to deal with them anymore.
1: That doesn't give me any information.
0: Look, I don't know anything. There were quartz crystals all over the place. That's all I know.
1: Quartz crystals? That explains everything. <laughs>
0: Does
4: it? No, it
1: explains literally nothing.
4: Oh, you've
1: given me useless information.
4: Hey, there's no useless (laughs) information. There's just information you don't know how to use yet.
0: Yeah, Uh there's there's known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns, and And, unknown
4: knowns.
1: As you guys are having this conversation, Mama Burmy is passing out wooden bowls of soup to everybody. What
0: is? What's this about gnomes?
3: Thank you, Mima.
1: You're welcome,
0: baby. Uh, no, not gnomes. Gnomes, as in like things we know and then things we don't know that we know that we don't know. And then things that we don't know that we don't know. Look,
5: mm. if, 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 do, you, do you really feel like you haven't met that many gnomes in your life? I'm sure you know more gnomes than you think you know. They're, they're not unknown gnomes.
0: No, no, not, not unknown gnomes. Un, un, like things we don't things we know we don't know like not gnomes but like knowledge that we know we don't have uh, it's not gnome related at all
3: uh, 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 oh okay. What's, okay what can we do? what can we do to be helpful? it seems like we're we're at an impasse where we're, we're trying to get rid of slavers you all are trying to get rid of slavers we've both gotten rid of some and We know more people are disappearing, but we might have actually gotten them all.
0: Well, Uh, if people are disappearing from Tinkerhaven, we are headed to Tinkerhaven.
1: My Uh. guess is going to be that the Boris Empire has some kind of agent or contacts in Tinkerhaven, because that seems to be where most of the disappearances are happening. I think there's someone coordinating... These and helping out the Boris Empire—that's Telerian. Now, that's pretty much as far as I've gotten with that theory. But if you guys are heading that way, you might be able to find something. Cut the head, cut the problem off at the head.
0: Solinar puts his hands over his face and he's like, "Let me guess—you want us to investigate the Telerian underground?"
1: I mean. I don't know if that's what's happening. It could be like a noble. To be honest, I think it's nobles, but I also don't trust nobles, so.
0: Well, that's fair, given your history.
1: Yeah, I know, right?
0: I don't know that much about Talarian nobility and how they operate, so I, I can't be much use there on account of my Alarian heritage.
1: Nobility! I am Tilarian Nobility!
3: Oh, we got an in. <laughs> this is great news because now we that we are taking you to Tinkerhaven, anyways, then on our path there, Melody can help us to uncover the underbelly of this crime organization.
1: I mean, if you guys can figure out what's happening and who the Boris Empire is using as their contacts, that could do a lot to stop what, what's happening here. Honestly, probably more than we can do, just taking out different gangs of slavers.
4: Hmm. Sounds like a job for us. The slaver killers. That could be the name of our group.
1: I mean, I could probably rhyme more things with that.
4: The slaver killers versus the killer slavers. It writes itself. <laughs>
1: Um, you know that's not terrible. Give me one moment. She begins like frantically scribbling in her notebook again.
3: Yeah, what what do we got? Like uh we could talk about the uh, pillars. Uh we we definitely have no fillers. Uh <laughs> we
4: we're gonna start our own distiller. I don't know <laughs> Chop off their heads, kick back with some Miller. <laughs> oh <heck> <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we, we're ge- we're becoming a, a,
3: a like an Irish drinking song very quickly. <laughs> yeah.
0: We're really fond of people who do their own wheat farming. That's that's just our scene, you know? Like we mm-hmm. always
3: say, uh, wheat before peat.
1: <laughs> Kosa Pete. doesn't say that.
3: We, we're not a big <laughs> fan of, of Pete. He's, you know, he's a slaver.
1: <laughs> Is there anything else that you guys want to know? N-
0: Nettle wasn't super clear about this when we joined the organization, but, like, how do we contact anybody? Uh, what... That, are there, like, branches of the organization where we can, like, go to a place and d- do a secret handshake and be in? Or, like, what, how What? How does any of that work?
1: She tugs on the red scarf she's wearing. This is generally the symbol that we use to identify one another. Like this and the red feathered arrow. But the problem is, is that red scarves are not exactly uncommon. So it's sort of the combination of the two things.
3: Is there a secret
4: code word or a secret handshake?
1: Not that I know of.
4: <laughs> the <laughs> secret password is I hate slavery. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: Which is a stance that's not too uncommon. But when in put in conjunction with the red scarf, you, you can narrow it down a good bit.
1: Honestly, the best symbol is going to be the red feathered arrow. The scarves, some of us wear, some of us don't. and. Even then, if you go somewhere and someone's wearing a red scarf, that doesn't mean they're with us. What
4: about but, my fancy red cloak?
1: Yeah, that's, that's kind of why the red feathered arrow is a little bit more common. So
4: if I put a red feathered arrow in my hat,
1: that would work? I mean, you'd probably attract attention, which is the opposite of what <laughs> you want to do.
0: Yeah, don't, don't attract attention. It's tough enough not hitting my allies when we're all, like, up on one guy. <laughs>
1: one guy fun guy i mean i'm already yeah.
4: famous so i'm always attracting attention
1: uh-huh
3: it's true everywhere we go boat is always uh talking to people and people are talking to him
1: yeah red feathered arrow most reliable way to tell
3: i'm very popular I, then <laughs> maybe we should
0: get a few of those while we're well i
1: can give you guys one
0: for the whole group or one each
1: I can give you one each.
0: Okay. That but, that'd be that'd be dope cuz you know, then we have some sort of symbol we can use to be like, "Hey, yeah, we're we're part of that gang. Um, we're here to kill slavers and stuff."
5: I, I do want to point out it it would be odd for us to be carrying around a um an arrow when none of us are are, are
0: archers. Well, we we just keep it in like our pack or something. Like, look, man, if somebody's combing through our packs to be like, what kind of groups are y'all affiliated with? Uh, finding out that we're affiliated with an anti-slavery group probably isn't going to be the most of our trouble.
1: Uh, okay. If I mean, that's are you all affiliated with other groups? Are there other groups I need to know about for songs?
4: Well, mm. we're we're affiliated with the Knights of Alaria. That's really true. not as affiliated as i'd like to be that's also true
0: yeah did you ever write shout friend
4: his letter or i had the the opportunity really hasn't presented itself i figured i tried
3: who, Who's shout it. friend
4: leandros
3: is that what we call him is it because well, he's that's, loud
0: that's what i started calling him because he's super
4: loud all the time oh well that makes
3: sense
1: wait is this a is this a ballad of unrequited love? Could I write a love ballad?
4: This is that lust ballad I was talking to you about.
1: <laughs> oh, that's less exciting.
4: Yeah, they, they no, got all I su- think that's more exciting.
0: <laughs> they got all sweaty wrestling together, and I guess Boats had hearts in his eyes ever
4: since. And uh, yeah. then we... We should
1: really get that checked out. Then
4: we went out for beer and pie, and it was really good.
3: There's no quicker way to Boats' hot. <laughs>
4: wrestling
1: and beer and pie and
4: then the night ended sooner than it should have and I was really disappointed about it (laughs) and then we had to go so I didn't get a chance to hang out with him some more it's unfortunate Mm. that wrestling doesn't actually start with an
0: R because then it could be Boats Loves or PBR pie, beer and wrestling Wrestling,
3: but
1: you know, I'll probably uh, jazz it up a little bit when I write it
3: yeah, with a trumpet
1: yes with a trumpet.
3: I love
0: trumpet.
1: I know how to play.
3: We did make saxophones
0: canon in the world, so it would make sense that there's trumpets.
3: Well, yeah, they, we, you blow trumpets at the beginning. We had it at the beginning of the, the joust. Oh, yeah. Like trumpet. Come on, man. There's no way. <laughs> it's a horn.
1: So as you all are able to spend your time at the rebel camp, the sun is going to dip below the horizon, casting the sky in a series of pinks and oranges and reds, a fire will be lit, and you will all be welcome to stay the night at the camp. Which, as you rest, you think of what's coming down the pipe for you guys, and what is happening in Talaire? Expecting game to put a dun dun (laughs) dun that like (laughs) revealed.